Welcome to Mentally on Table Adventures, Episode 62, Dungeon World, Min Loco, Session 1, Episode 5. Oh, this podcast may contain bad language, crude humor, and graphic violence, and it, in general is not fit for, hu- for human com- cons- consumption. Well, the gang has done what adventurers do best, split up and follow their own personal goals. I'm sure it'll all turn out just fine. Enjoy the show. I feel like who you seek is Dalivar at the library. I will go see this Dalivar at the library. Point me in this direction. Uh, so he points you down uh, down the street in a bit. Um, uh, you can see the library from here. You nice. have my gratitude, Paul. I have no further need of your services. <laughs> and I walk away. <laughs> Paul just stands there for a second. Where do we get these guys? I hope I hope that performance tomorrow night is worth it. <laughs> oh, it will be. <laughs> That's your sweet. Oh, ass. trust me, it will be to die for. <laughs> be memorable. Oh God. Dalivar. Dalivar at the library was the name you were given. Uh, you get to the library. And there's, um... What is a library? <laughs> you, you wander inside and discover that apparently a library is a building completely filled with scrolls and books. More than five in one place. Oh. It is a prodigious collection, to say the least. Irian would like to see this place burn. <laughs> <laughs> it will go up quickly. Glorious flames. <laughs> Dalivar. 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 I'm looking for the one whom they call Dalivar. (laughs) The old guy sitting behind the uh, desk, like, looks up at you, like, "The hell is your problem?" You are the one they call the Dalivar. Yes. Yes. Then you will tell me, and I'm going to take out the ring. Okay. I'm going to set it down. What does this do? What does the ring look like? Does it have any um, I think it's, symbols? Does it have a stone? Um, it's a very simple, smooth silver ring. Okay. And it has a un, like it wasn't designed with it, but it has like an unnatural gash cut across it, not all the way through, and not enough to like compromise the integrity. Okay. But it looks like maybe it was worn by someone who was putting their hand up defensively to deflect like a, a dagger or a knife. Or, so it's got like a cut on it like that. Okay. So so you other than that, no other distinguishing. No identifying marks. Yep. <laughs> Except for that. That's his ring. <laughs> <laughs> so he he looks down at it. You can get it fixed at the jeweler. <laughs> no, um uh, the the, sh- the shining nail. Uh blacksmith, uh, he could probably fix that for you. Ah. Um, it's a ring. Does it have any sort of significance? It might. That's why I brought it here to you. I remember tales as a child when I heard stories of rings when worn by people give them power. Does this ring fit that bill, so to speak? Have you tried putting it on? No. Ah, you're afraid to. 
I fear nothing. I am Barnyard Claw, master of the fighting pits. He puts the ring down in front of you. <laughs> it's the easiest way to tell, Barnyard. Fine, but if I turn into a mouse, I'm going to hold you personally responsible. <laughs> it's not so bad, really. Varnyar <laughs> <laughs> puts on the ring. Varnyar? Where did I have you find? This ring was at the base of the tower. Yeah, the base right? of the tower, yeah. Okay. How about I roll a 20, and if I get a 5, it's good. <laughs> no, I'm okay, okay, go ahead and roll. <laughs> roll 2d6, and uh, let's see what the roll comes out. That can uh, shape our decision. 7. 7, perfectly in the middle. Right, of yep, course. Right in the nuts. So, um, you put on the ring, and you immediately begin to feel like you're drowning. Shit. <laughs> you can't breathe, and then you pull the ring off. And it goes away. A ring of drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Seems counterproductive to my efforts. Please. Stupid wizard. of our. I would like to say thank you for your services. If you would have done anything worth while for me. I leave you now. Wait, wait. You said it was a ring of drowning? Yes. Why do you say that? Put it on and I could not breathe. Felt like my water it was in my lungs. Come here. <laughs> he goes in the back and pulls out a wash basin. Put your head in here. Right. Put on the ring and then stick your face in this. Double drowning. <laughs> right. Makes sense. I have two lungs. <laughs> if you double drown, it cancels out. Okay, so he's going to put down the, the basin on the desk. Yep. And I'm going to put the ring, like, ready to put it on my finger. Yep. And I'm going to look at Danavar. Danavir? Dalavar. 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 And I'm going to say, come here. Then I'm going to grab him around the throat <laughs> with my gauntlet. If I die this day, so shall you. I'll put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on his he's finger. really hoping this works like he thinks it does. <laughs> as he's now gripped around the throat by a madman. Uh, but as it turns out, when you stick your face in the water, and then, like, it takes you a second to, like, you finally breathe in the water. And it works fine. You are not drowning with your face in the water. You are only drowning with your face in the air. It's the ring of fish. <laughs> The ring of gills. <laughs> the ring of water breathing. No, really, only water. Don't keep this on all the time. <laughs> all right, so I'll release him and take my hand out, take the ring off, put it in the pouch. I do have 22 coins with me. Wow, impressive. I will, uh, I'll take one coin. Uh-huh. And I'll throw it at Danabar. Dalavar, whatever. Danavirian, whatever. I can't say his name. Yeah. yeah. And then I walk away. The library thanks you for your donation, sir. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, that was successful. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, they said the, the golden nail. 
would be able to repair uh, he, that. Did, he did say the sh- he did mention the shining nail. The shining nail. Yeah. I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna make my way down that way. Yeah, yeah blacksmith. Yep. That's a good idea. You got some coin. I do. All right. So let's go back over to Gar. So you were busking. You got yourself twelve, right? We ended up on. Mm-hmm. And so next, so what was your plan now with the twelve? Like I said, you think you can get like an okay flute? Isn't that going to be the best flute you've ever had? I'll, I'll go look at the shop. And I'll okay. look at prices on the things and say. So you're going to go to the what? Did I name the woodcarver yet? I think you did. Any fish maiden? Any salamander? Any any weather? Penny Weather, not Penny Weather. Ah, Penny Weather is way back up here. <laughs> so long ago we talked about the Carver. I've been sitting here playing around. Penny Weather's. So, so you, you find Penny Weather's shop, um, and he's a woodcarver. Um, he does a lot of um, he does a lot of tools and uh, things like that. He doesn't do a lot of like the pretty decorative. Like, there's not a lot of uh, you know filigree and you know really gorgeous intricate carvings. His stuff is all very like. Utilitarian, like, but you know, if you need like some posts that fit really well together, or you know, like wooden dowels to construct your house, things like that, like, like he's very utilitarian. He does have several um, musical instruments there, um, including he's got two flutes right now out on the display case, um, as well as um, one mandolin and. Loot. <laughs> um, I feel like there's one other. Flip your bard sheet over and tell me what other musical would block. <laughs> Let's see. They have a mandolin, they have a lute, they have pipes, they have horns, they have fiddles. And they pipes, have like, a, like, a, like a pan flute, like a pipe. Okay. Yeah. Rocking spoon. <laughs> <laughs> he makes cuckoo clocks. A cowbell! Yay! <laughs> These were cowbell bells. Alright, so you walk in, and uh, a very old man, I mean, this guy is like, can I help you? (laughs) Yes, I'm in the market for a musical instrument. What do you have that I may purchase? Well, as you can see, there's a couple of flutes. There's a mandolin over there, and I think somewhere around here there's a, a, a pan flute. Would one of those suit your needs? All of them are worthy of me looking at at least. So I'll start with the mandolin. Okay, so checking out the mandolin. Um, it's probably the nicest instrument in here. Um, like it's obvious that when he when he builds a mandolin, he really takes his time with it. Uh, again, in keeping with his style, it's very plain, but. It's sort of, you know, nice in that plane. Like, no, it, it is designed to sound good, and that is what it does the most. Like, it's not a showpiece. It's not, hey, look at my pretty mandolin. It's, hey, listen to the beautiful sounds I can make come out of this mandolin. So. How much do you want for this, good sir? For that? 22 gold. I'm going to look at his flute. <laughs> <laughs> The flutes. Uh, so there's two flutes. Don't you normally just steal instruments? <laughs> After he finds out which ones are valuable, <laughs> he's shopping. I'm a good. I'm a good person. Oh yeah, that's right. A good <laughs> But I'm. I'm not. I mean, 
as far as goodness goes, if you screw me, I am turning to screw you. So <laughs> he's a vindictive good. <laughs> um, so, I make make fairness happen. So the two flutes. The one of them has um, has um, metal accent pieces, and that one's uh, twenty five. It's it's a fine, very durable instrument. Um, the other one is, I mean, it's almost like a kid's starter flute. Um, and that one is uh, 14 gold. Uh, let's see. I hope he tries to steal from this old guy. The old guy doesn't fix his ass. like five different types of ninja in the schools. I like the mandolin a lot. However, many do. There are many that come to gaze at my mandolin. <laughs> I am uh, I, I am a little cash poor at the moment. Cash <laughs> I can't. I could. I could purchase this with what I have, and then advertise your business and your fine skills with the mandolin at the party tonight. Yes. I'm sorry. What? At the party tonight. Parties. Yes. Are you the performer who's performing at Lady Bastion's? Yes. Will be the parlay. Uh, the A7. Oh. The mandolin has Penny Weather stickers all over <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it. put one on his Your forehead. Sponsor, right? <laughs> I can deal with that. I will sell you the mandolin for 20 for 12. If you make sure that the lady and her guests know that this is where you got us. Www.pennyweathers.com. Yeah, Pennyweather. I will make sure they know, and I will <laughs> proclaim your renown with mandolin. I take you at your word. It's good doing business with you. I yes. cannot wait to see the performance tonight. Well, don't awesome. worry, I will be in attendance. Awesome. <laughs> I will thank you personally at the party. They're not awesome. my 12 pieces of gold. Yes. And it is Penny Weathers, right? Like it is Penny Weathers. Look at them turn the house down. From. <laughs> oh, we will be burning down the house. <laughs> One mandolin. One mandolin is now in your possession. You should probably practice, because you've been playing on a horn for the last, you know, six to twelve months. You're a little out of mandolin practice. How much time do I have? So, you guys arrived just after lunch, I think, uh, at the compound. I think you sort of went out in the afternoon to go shopping. So, it's probably like early afternoon. You've got a couple hours yet. Okay. Uh, so, I'll go back to my room and start practicing. Yeah. Just imagine the bard walking out of Pennyweather. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, still got it. <laughs> so, um, let's go. So, early afternoon. Talking, bathing. I, I want to make my way out of bathing. Town. Yeah, <laughs> by myself. Right after you leave the uh, blacksmith, the blacksmith. I want to make contact with the resistance before tonight. Okay, so I feel like, <laughs> yep, I feel like you. I need to jump over to map yep. for a little bit because you had to take quite a bit of time. Yes. We're working. Working the forge, yeah. you had to take some time working. Something. <laughs> uh, you're back practicing now. 
Varnyar might need a little more filler to fill in the rest of his afternoon after discovering his water breathingness. Um, so, but let's go back to Mab. After having talked to Beaky and Clipwing, um, now what's what's sort of uh, your next goal? Yeah, so I want to infiltrate the house mm-hmm. and uh, learn my way around and then spy on the notable characters. And I'm going to do that in the form of a spider monkey. <laughs> so I can climb from the rafter beams. So much fun. Alright, let's roll to see how well that spider monkey transformation goes, and then uh, we can go from there. Five. <laughs> that is awesome. A spider monkey! He just gets the he's, spider part he's, right. He's got a tail, but he's walking around like normal. <laughs> spider monkey! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, actually, the uh, spider monkey part went just fine. Um, you it's the turning back. Right, right. Uh, you know, sometimes this happens. You know, you, you kind of get into the animalistic part of the transformation, and sometimes you find it hard to come back afterwards. So, um... Yeah, I think, I think they're not going to find you till morning uh, in your mortal form. You're going you're gonna to spend the rest of the evening with a stuck-ass spider monkey. On the upside... Pretty mobile as a Spider Man. I wanted so. to be a Spider Man. Right, right. Like you had plans for this, so it's it's only going to be a problem later. All right. So the Spider Monkey is going to be crawling around. So the the, the question that I have is: <laughs> Are Spider Monkeys crawling around a common thing in rich people's houses? Well, like is this is this unobtrusive or is this? Oh my God! It's a fucking Spider Monkey. <laughs> it would be it would be obtrusive if they noticed. But they're small and agile. Okay, so you, so you're counting on this fact that the spider monkey is small, and, and you're you're planning to. And to... I can stay like up in the ceiling beams. And... Okay, so let's have you make a dex space defy danger to see if you can stay out of sight, spider monkey. Because if you get noticed, it's gonna Five. be a big fucking deal. <laughs> <Turn>. <laughs> dice. What do you mean, great at speed getters? Racking up that experience. And dex was my dump stats. Ah, this is great. Um. So, as the spider monkey, you are uh, uh, flitting about in the, uh, um, which, uh, were you trying to go to, like, say, somebody's private quarters? Were you trying to go into the audience chamber, perhaps? I was actually, I mean, the first thing to do is to basically look, get the lay of the land. Right, sco- yeah, scope the whole house. house right. So you were working your way, sort of, room to room uh, around the compound, trying to figure out, okay, her room is here, his room is there. So that you're, you know, somewhere over in this section of the house, over on this end, the kitchen. Um, yes, in the kitchens. They don't want monkeys in the kitchen. <laughs> also, is, I, I sort of assume that spider monkeys aren't native to this area. So. No, no, they're very weird. Yeah. So the, this is this is not a uh, a a common occurrence to see one. It's a possum. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the uh, spider monkey steer. Warden of the state not trying to capture this prize. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think I think I at first it's animal companion. <laughs> I, at first I think it's just a cook. <laughs> and the cook right and just monkey for starters just assumes that you are one of the mistress's crazy pets because right. she's always buying new weird pets. She's like, ah, filthy vermin, get the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Varnyar. <laughs> you get that. Um, 
And so he begins like throwing knives and stuff at you. What do you do? Psycho. <laughs> I'll leave the kitchen. Okay, so uh, over the wall into the next room. Let's make another deck space to find danger to get the hell out of the way of yeah. knives. Go five, go five, before go you five. get out. Eight. Uh, awesome. So you are able to avoid the knives um, as you come running out <coughs> of the kitchen. Um, <coughs> the problem is that when you when you went lunging out of the window of the kitchen um, you, um, you you kind of mistimed the jump a little bit and you ended up falling down sort of like right in the middle of the walkway uh, yeah exactly and there's this shadowy like there's a dude with a cowl and stuff like standing standing there. Uh, and I just leap onto his waist and then climb up to his shoulder and just sit there. <laughs> Roll me a charisma-based defy danger to see if he finds you adorable or reprehensible. Oh, oh reprehensible. No. reprehensible it is! This filthy monkey shit off me. Just leave him a little streak up his club. Uh, <laughs> Turn around and go... You you like ah, climb up onto onto his cloak and he like he flips his cloak up and like wraps you up. Like you're now like in a burlap sack basically and it's dark. And now you don't know where you're going. I have teeth. Yes. You're going to begin trying to, to, to chew your way through yeah. the cloak? All right. So it's going to take a little bit, but eventually we'll see where you are by the time you uh, escape the cloak. Hey. <laughs> I got to kidnap the spider monkey. <laughs> this is great. So, Clovis. Yes. What are your relationships usually like? <laughs> is this a common thing for Clovis? To just hook up with random girls, like probably does this not happen to you? Because charisma is average. However, but you're a barbarian. Yeah, right. I mean, you're you're a big strapping uh, dude, but you're not exactly that. socially, you know, inclined. But then again, you know, some girls may dig that. So, uh, so how is how is Clovis feeling now? Um, you're laying on a bed, which is weird. Like <laughs> very strange. This is very strange. I make my love on a bed of rocks. <laughs> on the back of a bicycle. This is much, much softer than you're used to. Right. A lot of ways. <laughs> so, what's Clovis thinking at the moment? Clovis is thinking he should take Claudia with him. Yes. 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 Absolutely. And the fish. <laughs> Could take the fish. That would be a lot more work. Claudia, fill the bell with water. <laughs> Turn the bell upside down. Fill it with water. Throw the fish in the bell. And then ring it and see what happens to the fish. <laughs> I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. That's a great freaking question. What's going on with the bell? You remember last night it was stored in a room somewhere? Right, you guys put it in your room where you were staying. The question is... Well, the thing is that, I mean, you're carrying a bell, which is weird... But I don't think anybody really recognizes the significance of the bell because I feel like that that story that he knows about the bell curing the plague and stuff kind of one awesome. that was kind of lo- hyper local and two that was sort of ages and ages and ages ago. Well, it has to have been because this was a salamander city and the emperor 
we did not describe as a salamander. So that means that this was a human settlement before the salamanders took it over, the and then the humans took, took it, it over. Like this, the the the, the uh, this city is on its third cycle right now of uh, of shifting allegiances. So I feel like it's, it's, it's too long to ago. Again. <laughs> right, right. If you feel we are standing up on the precipice, perhaps of change once more. Um, so nobody really understands the significance of the bell. So I feel like nobody's really hassling you about it. Um, but it's possible you might get some questions about it. It's just blowing. Oh, that's true. But you guys described that you put a put a thing over it. You, you covered it before you uh, came to. Yeah, so it's more it's more like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Uh, Pay no attention to this question. massive yes. weight that we carry. This bell tower, is it visible from the city? The city walls? Yeah. Yes, they is can, the bell they can see the tower. Is the bell normally visible from the city walls? No, it's, okay, it's good. inside. So yeah, I mean, they just always assumed it was this big old tower. They never, they didn't know it was a bell tower, so to speak. So it wasn't, it didn't look like it was really designed to be that. Um, it, it just looks like that's where they, they secreted away the bell. And people would sometimes hear a bell ringing. They never knew, like, oh, maybe it's up in that old tower or something. You know, nobody thought anything of it. Whatever, it's a bell. It's not disrupting anything, so. Okay. So Clovis is thinking about taking Claudia with him. Yes. Next. We'll take some valuable things with us when we leave. <laughs> so Claudia's laying there next to you as you, as you be abusing yes. about uh, taking her on the road. She's like... And leave my mistress? I've been taking care of the fish here for her for so long. And the birds. I also help care for the birds. Mm. Well, we could bring some of the fish with us in the bell. Um, <laughs> well, it's not the particular animals the that, I, that I... Would anyone object being photographed? No. No objections. What? No objection. No? Okay. I'm we do. As long as I get to see the pictures. So, um, Hashtag Minloco. Yes. So I don't think she's... She's not so much concerned about any individual fish. It's just, like, this is her life. This is her, like, I have a job. What, like, what do you do? Like, surely you are out traveling the wilds and getting into all sorts of trouble and adventures. What, what would I do? Yes, life of adventure. <laughs> we will comfort. Roll me a charisma check. Okay. I hope you make it. You go from city to city, bathing Seven. in Seven. Seven. <laughs> Promise me, Clovis. Promise me that if I come with you, you'll protect me. Of course. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, go ahead, Just right on the bottom. As it's convenient. <laughs> right on the bottom of your sheet, uh, Claudia. Mm-hmm. So give her a loyalty of plus two. And... But give her a quality of zero. The mission's not very useful. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. She has very little in the way of useful skills to an adventurer. The action but she's very loyal to you. So, okay. So that, that gives us something to play with. 
couple of buttons to push. Should be valuable in the Emperor of the Fish. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When we get to the subplot about the underwater kingdom, then we'll we'll see. I mean, he's already ready to go. (laughs) What's the name of that city that that you're from that we met in? Montala. Montala. Sorry. So it's getting on towards evening. Wow, you got a whole another day in this town, though, right? Because the concert wasn't tonight. The concert was tomorrow night. You guys are gonna have a whole another day to poke shit. Only if the town's still alive. <laughs> Unless you destroy it beforehand. Twenty-four hours is a long time for a town to last. Right. Us. I keep noticing that PCs in a town it usually doesn't end well for the town. Things get broke. Alright, so it's getting on towards evening, and there's a large uh, dinner, uh, like a formal dinner welcoming uh, the performer and his entourage uh, to the lady's house. Uh, she did say she would meet you tonight. So, yeah. So I think there is a, I'm going to guess there's a. there's got to be a dining hall. It is probably over here, because um, that would put it sort of adjacent to the kitchens. Um <laughs> And across the hall from the uh, audience chamber. Uh, so uh, people begin gathering for uh, a great feast in honor of the uh, performer in, in their midst. Um, so are you you're going to uh, plan to make the dinner, I presume? Oh, yeah. Servants keep pestering. Like, they keep bumping yeah. up in, like, oh, just making sure that you uh, uh, will be ready for dinner. At, you know, like, like they, 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 they know you're around. Most of them, it seems like they're trying to make an excuse to stop by and listen to you play. Because you're in their... <laughs> Working jamming. Yep, just doing a little jamming. So, Parian, you were heading out of town, as I recall. Yeah. But I want to try to get out before dark so the gate guards don't harass me too much. Oh, okay. getting back in may be a different story. But... <laughs> okay, so you're trying to leave town heading into the ruins again? Hmm. I don't know that they're terribly comfortable with that. Um, that seems like a really tall order, perhaps, to. Uh, Accomplish. How, what's what's your uh, plan here? Do you just plan on walking up and be like, "Hey, let me out"? Okay. <laughs> yes, sounds like a good idea. Wait, what is the? Is it a big wooden gate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no plans. It's really <laughs> <laughs> All right, pirate. You you walk up to the gate. Uh, there's two guards, uh, sort of atop. Like the wall, and then there's one guy who's like down at the little gatehouse. Okay, um, thing. Yeah, he's the, he's the he's the guy with. Actually, I think it's just a, a wooden bar. Like he just he's just the guy that has to schlub the wooden bar up to open the gate. Um, I'm trying to think, how big would these? Like I think I think they're just sort of a large set of double doors. Really, it's not like a giant oh, yeah. palatial there, gate. I, would, I, would, I was picturing like a, two big wooden doors for a wagon to be able to fit through, and then one small door inside of those that you can open yeah. up and stuff. That actually makes sense. Yeah, sort of a, lar- a larger double door that they can open to let wagons and things through. But otherwise, there's a small individual door. They had to open the big double doors before when you guys came because the friggin' bell wouldn't fit through the <laughs> single door. Um, but so, so you're just gonna walk up so the, the, the guard steps out and says, what do you want? Says, we came through this way last night. I need to return. We left something behind. You know what? He just might actually let you through. 
One less <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> One less uppity salamander uh, in the city. Six. Or maybe he decides yeah. it's time for this uh, salamander to learn its lesson. Yeah. Yeah. A failure, by the way. It is a failure. That is true. But I will also, if I have a chance, I, I have a move. Yeah. I gaze intensely into someone's eyes. Yes. And they ask their player, "What fuels the flames of your desire?" See if I have something to bargain with here. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So I think you like gaze into his eyes as you ask tell him that you are leaving. What fuels the flame of this guard's desire? Could I attempt him? He would love nothing more than to beat a salamander to death. <laughs> Probably can't give him that. <laughs> no, this, this is a war- this is a warning. You see, you see, you get a glimpse that he's going to open the door, but he's going to attack you from behind. And this is not the first one he's done this to. Wow, he gets off on beating salamanders to death. The city does need to burn. <laughs> he says, "Sure, I'll let you out." Yes, but I'm an equal opportunity. He opens the beater. door. I'm not racist. Go right ahead. Well, as I walk out, seeing that his desire is this, I'm going to, um, I'm going to conjure like a, just a wreath of flames around my arms and see if that deters him. If not, then I'm, I'll at least be prepared. So you're doing this like before you walk through the door or? No, so he opens the door, I'm trying to walk out. And... As, you, as you walk through the door. Yeah. You begin, uh, you, you begin blowing a fire. Yes. So, I... Uh, you want me to roll for that? Yes! Okay. Roll me a... Yeah, let's go with... Well, you're, I, got, I can do the conjuration. Your, fl- oh. your flames are controlled by your intelligence, so let's make it an intelligence-based defy danger to create a particularly threatening-looking uh, flame aura. That sounds, sounds good. Flame aura! Seven. Hmm. I was hoping for a clear-cut answer one way or the other. No! No, another seven. So, hot shot at me and I'm able to get away. (laughs) Okay, so treat that as you're manifesting a weapon move. Okay. Um, And that gives you, like, what, one tag? Um, Yeah, choose one tag. So, I... um, I'll keep a touch range because this is, you know, around my arms. I'm not making a weapon. Um... I'll keep it dangerous, fiery, and I'll, I'll just add plus one damage so it looks... That plus one damage is more for the, okay. the threatening look, so that like spikes and stuff of flame or something like that. So, so, as you burst into flames, uh, he seems momentarily taken aback, and you can see there was a moment of decision on his face. Like, it's pod- like if you, had, if you had been able to crank the flames up just a little bit higher, you think maybe you could have scared him into not doing anything. But instead, you cut right to the level where, like, he now just feels threatened. And he feels like he's justified uh, in defending (laughs) himself. Right. Like, ah! You treacherous heathen! As he swings his cudgel at you. I will just try to dodge out of the way and sprint off towards the ruins. Deck space defy danger to GTFO. I won't deal with it. Oh. <laughs> I deck so a seven as well. 
no, a six is have minus one dex. So ah! <laughs> the failure. Uh, actually, I, wait, I but will, no, I will do my burns twice as bright. Oh. <laughs> so so uh, uh, upgrades it to a seven to nine, right? Upgrades it to a seven to nine, um, and I have to lose a piece of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't you regrow your tail? Well, no, not physically. Oh, okay. It's uh, he's burning a piece of his soul away. Either emotion, memory, or being. Um, I'm gonna forget how I was enslaved. So, um, basically, I. I Knew I was a slave, but I don't remember the details of it anymore. So it's just sort of a hazy memory. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm gonna start losing bits and pieces until I don't even remember I was a slave and that you rescued me. That's how this is gonna progress. Um, Dang. (laughs) Deep. Getting some deep emotional shit going. All right. So as the flame burns bright within you, as you stumble off, uh, you're able to avoid his uh, uh, cudgel, but his friends. Upon the wall, um, hearing their friend uh, cry out, uh, take a pot shot at you with their bows. Uh, so we need one more deck space to fight danger to uh, avoid being shot as you attempt to look for uh, for cover to hide behind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All that emoji you had working the last night. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. take, a, take a D6 plus one of arrow to the knee. Arm is a bitch. Come on, yep. remember. You're easy to see right now for them. Yeah, so, you're uh, that's bright target in the darkness. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> that is an odd number. So right. So I, what does that do now? I can either choose to um, roll D4, add that many uses to my burning brand, take that result forward to my next burning brand. Or reduce the damage by the amount. In this case, I'll reduce it so I'm going to have the fires flare up. And so the flames burn. flare up, consuming the arrows before they pierce your a skin bit. a little bit. So there's there's less arrow there than you would have thought if it was a normal person. One. So, yeah, it's not like, terribly effective. Yeah, because it was in the back, right? Shot yes, yeah, the you back. got shot in the back. I thought it was in the knee. Yeah, whatever. The back of the arrow. The back of the knee. Yeah, I, I was just making an arrow to the knee joke. But. <laughs> Ouch. That is painful. <laughs> Alright, so... Oh, you you are bleeding, but you escape. You are now out of out of range and out of vi- uh, eyesight of the, of the gate, having escaped into the ruins. Now, now you just need to find the resistance. Right, and I will keep the... The burning brand going as long as I can. You um, are just maybe. I mean, it may attract bad attention, but it may attract the. Resistance. You are light in the darkness. <laughs> you shall attract many things. <laughs> I love it. Oh jeez. All right. So let's see. Um, Gar is going to the getting ready to uh, depart for the banquet. Um, Clovis is trying to recruit Claudia <laughs> to show him where are all the richest. Where the treasury is, or where the <laughs> most valuable things are. Everyone will be at the banquet tonight. Mm. Is the concert tonight or tomorrow night? The concert is tomorrow. But we can go look at things tonight. Yes. While people are busy. During the concert, we will collect. What well, we need and the corrupting poor Claudia. We shall hire our own ship to take us to the Sapphire Isles. 
Her eyes just light up. She's just been waiting for a dirty barbarian to come take her away. She didn't even know it. Oh, wow. She's been reading a lot of romance. <laughs> Again, Body I did not subplot. God, I love it. So, Claudia, during the, so your guys' plan is to sort of lay low until the banquet starts. Hey, <laughs> now. To lay low until the banquet starts. And then she's going to take you around and show you where all the valuable shit is stored. Yes. The stuff so. that we can carry... Yeah, maybe in the bell. I don't know. There's some stuff that she doesn't like. She can show you, like, like, and in that room is this. I've seen it before. I don't have the keys. I'm not allowed in there. I'm just a fish keeper. <laughs> but you know, how sturdy does the door look? Right, have a barbarian, and uh, none of these doors make you at all nervous. <laughs> okay. You feel like, nah, this is this is going to be easy, loud, but easy. There'll be a concert, a loud. Concert. Just there will be a concert. All right. After this, I have to go find Gar. Yes. Gar, make sure when you play your music, you have lots of cheering and clapping and dancing. Don't screw it up. Oh, did you just loud and easy? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you don't know this, but I plan on other distractions. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sure. Loud and easy. Claudia and Nutshell. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are off uh, checking out the, the, the town, the home, and it's uh, many riches to be uh, displayed. Yes. Ah, oh, freaking Bonnie and Clyde over here. I love it. So, Mab, you... Oh, yes, that's right. I was like, where were you again? Oh, yes, that's right. In the dark in a burlap sack. Are you being careful to balance us? Huh? Are you being careful to balance our scenes? I'm trying to make sure that I get around, like, once to everybody. Um, so, are, are, are you getting le- less room? I think he's one behind. Okay, okay, yeah, it's possible I might have uh, not gotten him. So, what was the last thing that happened? I was kind of trying to come across and see where, where did I leave you all, and yeah, it was going to be back down between you and him, so. I was going to go down to the, uh, the, the, uh, blacksmith. That's right, shop. you were headed to the blacksmith, so yeah, so let's get to you first, and then we'll get you out of a bag. So, the blacksmith, you were headed to the Shining Nail. Yes. So it's getting on a little a little bit later in the evening. Um, unfortunately, uh, you've already departed the Shining Nail by this point. Uh, as you come in and you see um, uh, the proprietor... Uh, Hello! My name's Hangin. This is my shop. I have many, many new items to show you. <laughs> Some of the best my shop has ever produced. <laughs> Oh, I still have Gar's sword, so I don't know. If you do still have Gar's sword. <laughs> I'm not a very martial person with swords. So. Yeah, the next time you see him, you'll give it to him. Yeah. I'm sure, you'll run into him later. Um, <laughs> what does the worn tag on armor do? Worn? Yeah. It just means it looks kind of shabby. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, worn means oh, like worn as in like it's on your body, not like worn as in like it's it's run down or broke. Oh yeah, that's how I always took it. Was sort of worn, as in it's not it's, fancy. It's been used. It's yeah. it's like used. Does, it's, that, does that do anything mechanic wise? Not really, unless you're like trying to impress somebody. Maybe like you know you you, uh, you uh, maybe would have this, this raised has, some eyebrows depending on where you're wearing it. To use it, you have to be wearing. It. That's what. It's like. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, oh. Right. Then that then that's here, not a here, problem. Here I've been doing that tag wrong then. Not a problem. Well, your armor has been we've, old. <laughs> we've, we've only been playing this game for like a year and a half. Why fix it now? Okay. Um. 
that kind of defeats the purpose of me coming here. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, here I go. Let me get something fancy. You can buy another sword. <laughs> I don't you use swings. <coughs> swords are for bards who lose swords. <laughs> you don't know he's already Do you carry anything one? like this? I'm going to whip out my gauntlet. It, it's kind of, it's got this thing, it's got this, with the, the wrist mechanism, when I move it just right, these blades and hooks kind of come out, which make it, I mean, they don't like, like, Wolverine style, but yeah. they move into position where if I'm close in and I'm, it'll, okay, it'll attack for it, kind of. And he looks absolutely flabbergasted by this mechanism, and he's like, wow, that is incredible. Ray, get out of here. Come take a look at this. And you see sort of a, a depressed-looking salamander come wandering out from the back room to look. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> Where did you buy that? It's none of your concern. You could not make another? Make a copy of it? I maybe could. Or at least I know somebody who could. <laughs> you take me to this person who could make another. I don't know where he went. But... You leave it here with me to, uh, tonight. And tomorrow, I'll see what I can have for you. And perhaps maybe in, uh, as collateral, I could take your heart with me. Do we have a bargain? <laughs> no? Understood then. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I adjust in, my worn armor. <laughs> in, that, in that case, um... Uh, no, but, um... It's crazy, isn't it? I'm going to look at uh, Hangin. Yeah. He's just sitting there staring at Is this one owned by you? Yes. And you are property of this one. Red says. That's if Red's over there. Yeah. I'm just used to looking at the salamander in that direction. (laughs) Yes. Is this not an agreeable... Contract, or is this forced? Red looks at hanging. Like, <laughs> I am not answering that. <laughs> Speak up, Solomon. Are you here of your own accord? No, no, you do not address him that way. I address who I want, how I want. Hey, you get out of my store! Let me tell you how this is going to go down. (laughs) I am going to pull your lips over your head, and I'm going to make you swallow yourself. And then, I promise you, I will beat you to within an inch of your life with my own fists as you slide down to be digested by your own juices. (laughs) And then when you fall out of your asshole, there'll be nothing left of you but broken bones and shit. Oh, that's a plus charisma? Yeah. That's a 12. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he is hands-shittingly afraid of you. (laughs) Um, He's just quaking in his boots. What the hell do you want? I will look at your wares now. That's just me saying hi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're from New York. <laughs> <laughs> I will look at your wares, and also, this one you will pay a decent wage. You no longer own him. <laughs> Randlin. <laughs> you are your own lizard now. 
be free. Varnier does not stand this slavery shit. Apparently not. He's got he's he's got a thing for it. Yeah, somebody started start trying to start a revolution over here. Meanwhile, <laughs> Varnier is just starting it right now. Right the hell now. I'm not on the broader scale. I yeah. freed. I, I freed. This is true. You did. It so free me. Yeah, that, and, you know, that, that's that's how he got his start in the fighting pits. He was forced into it. Right. Yeah. He wasn't always no. this savage. No, it, ma- it makes absolute sense. That, that this is the thing that he just very much is not a not a happy camper about. No. So um, yeah. So the real question is what. In God's name, is Hangen gonna do about this? He's going to do exactly as I say. I think he's cowed enough by you um, that he agrees, at least in principle. Right? Now. We'll see yeah. how long it lasts. <laughs> now, maybe once, you're gone. Right? Once you leave, we'll see how long this lasts. But uh, from the moment he's like, oh, uh, uh, okay, I, 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 I see your point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. I don't like swords, and I don't like daggers, I don't like axes, and I don't like hammers. You have until tomorrow morning, you, Hangin, have until tomorrow morning to make me another one of these. <laughs> I will be back in the morning. You, lizard man, take the night off. <laughs> Hangin is looking absolutely terrified. And I'm going to turn around and walk out. I'm gonna I head back. Are. I'm going to head back to the uh, palazzo. And and the scene uh, uh, ends as you see uh, Hangin just looking like eyes wide at Red, uh, who's standing there. And Red just kind of shrugs and walks. <laughs> you heard the man. And Hangin's like, <laughs> and then he rushes back to the forge. Fuck yeah! So, all right, it is ten forty-five. You guys want to take a bio break? Bathrooms, smoke treats. Everybody take a take a breather so I can figure out what to do with the monkey in a burlap bag. <laughs> this work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike. International License. All works discussed are the property of their respective owners. Our intro and outro music is by Idol Exhibit. Have a suggestion or just want to get in touch with us? Email us at mentallyuntable at gmail.com. That's mentallyuntable, no spaces or punctuation. You can like us on Facebook as mentallyuta. That's one word, mentallyuta. We're also on Stitcher and on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at mentallyuntable. M-E-N-T-A-L-L-Y-U-N-T-A-B-L-E. Thanks for listening.